The following programming may contain viewpoints and opinions that do not necessarily reflect those of Listen Up Talk Radio. Welcome to realestatetorontoradio.com, the weekly show about buying and selling real estate in the greater Toronto area and sometimes beyond with Aura Ross of the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Group. 30 minutes of hot topics and indispensable advice from experienced professionals that work for you. Welcome back to realestatetoronto.com radio. Uh, and actually, we're, we're changing our call letters. We're not Real Estate Toronto. We still are. But we're, we're inviting a very special guest from the West Coast to, uh, to chat about what is going on there. I'm Todd Miller. Uh, Aura Ross joins me. Hello, Aura. Hi, and I'm so thrilled to introduce Charlie Kears from uh, Keller Williams Realty Van Central. Uh, you know, all the talk, I know we're, everybody's talking about the Toronto real estate market, but right alongside that, we all want to know what's happening on the other side of our earth or our planet or our country, <laughs> our world, Vancouver. And so uh, Charlie's going to share some insights there. So Charlie, say hello. Hello. Hi. There. Hi, Aura. Hi, hi. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. Hi, Todd. Hi. And I, I, I'm personally invested because I have relatives out there. And I also, you know, like a lot of uh, Central Canadians, kind of look longingly at the lovely weather out there and think, oh, would it be nice to retire or buy a second house out there? <laughs> yeah. Yes, please do. Please do. Give me a call. <laughs> yeah, and we'll give our, our listeners uh, access to Charlie's info. And, and of course, they can find it at realestatetorontoradio.com because we'll have it there as well. Um, but, you know, just I, just before we get into Vancouver, our Toronto numbers are out for February. Drum roll. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you remember in March, our average price was sitting at around 775. Now this is all home types right across the board, right? Condos, townhouses detached right across the GTA, uh, clocked in at $875,000 for February, 2017. And I think what's really important to notice is that February, 2017 was the first time we ever hit 800. So we didn't come in at 800 or 805. We came in at 875. Wow. That's amazing. Charlie, is that amazing? Well, for, you know, it's not amazing for Vancouver, but it's just, it's amazing. We always thought that we were the biggest and and the strongest, but you guys are catching up and that's not necessarily a good thing for, for buyers and sellers, but, um, yeah, it's you're definitely catching up, which is interesting. Do you do you guys track sort of the the average price for all home types, or do you or do you just break it down into home types out there? Yeah, the the, the home, average prices are about nine hundred six thousand in the in the metro, like the Greater Vancouver Board, which is pretty broad. It goes it's Vancouver, it goes all the way to Whistler, and and then out to uh, Maple Ridge and Delta. So it's quite a large area. Okay. So so nine oh six seven hundred was was the benchmark price, and um, yeah, so that's it's a broad range because obviously uh, Vancouver itself is ex- is the most expensive, and then there's outlying areas that aren't as expensive, but they all seem to be creeping up uh, because 
Right. So you're, it, it almost feels like we're just mirroring each other. And I, I feel like we're only a month behind you, you know, as far as average prices go. It, it could be, but I guess the thing with, with your market, I believe uh, that uh, the detached market is still very strong with, with multiple offers happening continuously, correct? Correct. We're even having it in our condos, townhouses, everything, everything. Yeah, yeah. So so last July, we, we actually, the, the houses and the townhouses, um, that market basically just, you know, the brakes went on fairly hard. Not because of the foreign tax that came in. That happened a couple of weeks after that. Which, Primarily because it was just time, you know. The, these markets can't continue to do this forever, and they have people pull back at some point. So, so your wow. market, your market may may go higher because our houses are, you know, we're, we're back in we're in a buyer's market for for detached homes now. So uh, the prices actually went down um, considerably. Considerably, there's I don't have the exact numbers, but. It's always a. It always appears to be an overinflated market when there's multiples happening, and when we get back sure. to, when you get back to one person putting in an offer, while they're, hmm. the numbers change considerably. So you'll you'll see that coming when it happens with you again. Wow! Did you hear that, Todd? I did. I mean, it, that sounds like. It sounds like it's starting to cool off out there, and I'm not making any broad statements, but anyways, we're going to take a short break, and we'll continue this conversation. You're listening to realestatetorontoradio.com. Buying or selling a home, condo, or investment property might be one of the largest transactions you'll ever make, so it's important to gather as much information as you can, and preferably from experienced, successful professionals like the Mulholland Ross team. When it comes time to make your move, call the Mulholland Ross Keller Williams Referred Real Estate Team at 416-230-8500 or visit realestatetorontoradio.com. Whether you're making your first move or your 21st, the Mulholland Ross team offers over 30 years of real estate sales and service across the GTA. Tune in Sundays at 4 p.m. on Listen Up Talk Radio or Tuesdays and Fridays on Voices Radio, CKAV, to hear the team share advice and information that will assist you with your personal wealth through real estate. Welcome back to realestatetoronto.com radio. And I had my plane ticket booked for Vancouver to to look at my second home, but maybe not. We'll have to, I'm going to wait till the end of this conversation to see what it is I can afford at that. And and whether you should be waiting. So um, during the break, Charlie, um, we were just having a little chat back and forth about the market and, and just some of the language you used that we don't tend to use too much in Toronto. And, and one was the word decrease. One was the word buyer's market. So give us a bit of a picture. I, I mean, I know we're all interested. A, a little bit of a picture of what you're seeing. Let's talk about the detached freehold um, family home. You know, and I know that we're, we're not just talking about downtown Vancouver because I know that there's so many other communities. You're very much like Toronto that way. Um, mm-hmm. What are you feeling out there? Well, well, the, the detached market uh, basically had been going strong for about two and a half years, and uh, July of last year, before the fifteen percent uh, foreign tax came into effect, even it the the brakes had been put on pretty hard for, I think, just people getting tired of it, right? So there, there's always an end end date, and it just kind of happened in July of. Uh, last year so were you just kind of noticing that buyers weren't showing up at bidding wars type type thing oh totally it just it it kind of like it kind of like it just reversed like it it happened really quickly right so uh 
I'm assuming that'll happen in Toronto. I mean, it can't go on forever, right? So be aware of that. Um, yeah. Can I, however, can I ask another question, though, just before we go on? And you said it had been going up for two and a half years. Roughly, what did it go up in two and a half years? Was that 10%, 20%? Uh, well, uh, different areas, of course, were, yeah. were different amounts. But it went up at least um, uh, 30 40, like the 30% was pretty common in the detached okay. market. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it went up, it went up uh, pretty fast. Well, two and a half years, but it went, it went up pretty high, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's um, a lot in two and a half years, boy. And so the prices, uh, so when that happened in July, August, um, prices, because it wasn't all, we weren't having bidding wars anymore. The, the, the sellers, of course, were still expecting to get <laughs> the same prices and they're still, they're almost kind of getting used to the new prices now. Okay. But the, the reality was that the price, the home prices, people were, you know, because they weren't competing, they were starting to, to be able to buy them for, you know, let's say 10% less than they, they had been. So you can say the market right. either went down 10%, uh, these aren't the stats, I'm just going by my own personal sure. experience. Yeah. Uh, the market went went down for detached in a lot of areas, about 10%. And this is mostly in the Vancouver core because uh, outside of Vancouver, people we're still buying houses there because they're cheaper. So, I'm kind of talking about the Vancouver market, uh, sure. the West market. Okay. So, the, so because of all the multiples, it, it 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 kind of creates a false market because it's like an auction. So, when you're no longer competing with somebody, you're not gonna you're gonna say, well, why would I pay that much money? I'll just you know, right. pay less pay less money. So we have seen we see. So the assessments came out for in July, of course. That's when we have the assessments. So everybody looks at their assessment now, but. Uh, the reality is that that's when the market basically changed, and so we're seeing houses selling for you know ten, fifteen percent, sometimes below that assessed value. Now, I'm, are, are you feeling it getting lower every month, or do you kind of feel like we're just starting March? And I know we might be early in the year to really know what's going on out there, but are you feeling that it's kind of stabilized where it is? Yeah, it's stabilized. We're not we're not seeing okay. we're not seeing any we're not seeing continue to go down. It just was that adjustment in pricing, and it, it, that's been pretty stable. So like houses okay. are still houses are still selling, and and the prices haven't gone down um, substantially. So you're, not, you're not in some kind of free fall. We're not panicking. You're just no. going into really what's probably a very nice stable market. It's it is a nice stable market for sure. So we're not we're not panicking. We don't see prices going down any further than this, and and they'll probably start to go up if if the spring market picks up. But uh, so right now is a good time to buy houses, in my opinion. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. You said I want to jump in. You said a false market, because you're right. It is it is a it's a bidding war, and it takes it away from what the price of the house should be, and really puts it in the hands of a bunch of buyers that say, "I want to pay this, I want to pay that." So you're right. It is it just creates this false illusion that that things are worth more than they actually are. Well, I I would have to say you know market value is always what someone's willing to sell for, what someone's willing to pay when not under duress. Right. Yep. And and yes, a bidding war probably creates a little duress on the buyer's side, doesn't it? Quite a bit, actually. Like, like yeah. we, I, <laughs> yeah. we were we were in that for two and a half years. So, I mean, it was it just got worse and worse and worse. And people just kept thinking that this is never going to end. And then and, you know, uh, some like personally for me, I would I would I would advise my clients if they were off, if they're saying, let's do this price, I'd be like, well, you know, sometimes I'd, I'd stop them and say, you really want to pay that much? Because uh, I think that's overpaying in the long run. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, not everybody did that. And, and it just got so emotional. Like when you have, uh, 
you know, sometimes over 20 people bidding on a house. Oh, I there's, know. There's a lot of, um, there's not always a rationale in there. It just gets, you get emotional, you're not thinking, and you just get excited. And Well, and you just uh, want to win, right? You just want a house already. Well, you just want to win. You want <laughs> win, to win at all then... the costs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah um, so it's, that, it's, it's like, yes, yeah. yeah, it's, it's like going to an auction and, and seeing something everybody wants. Like, someone's going to pay a lot of money for that. Maybe that's not real value, right? So we've kind of seen that. Yeah, yeah. Now, you you also mentioned what I th think is pretty interesting. Todd and I talk a lot about our condo market and, and going back a few years when Toronto really was, you know, we started really developing a lot of condos. The concern was we'd have a glut of them, which does not seem to be happening. Our condo market's very strong. And you mentioned when your freehold home started, you know, putting on the brakes, your condo market was doing quite well. The condo market has been doing very well. We've been in uh, about a year and a half. Um, so during that time, so the condo market started about a year and a half after the houses did, but now it's still continuing to go. So it's been going on for a year and um, just over a year now. And we are seeing multiples continuously in, in condos, especially in the Vancouver area, but sometimes some outside of the Vancouver area as well. And uh, yeah, we're just assuming it's because the people that can't buy these one point you know, starter homes at 1.2, 1.3 million yeah. have have decided that uh, they're going to live in a condo. And, sure. and, you know, people still want to buy. People are still moving to Vancouver on a constant basis. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So we're still building lots of condos, but it just seems like that's the case. And we don't know when that's going to subside. We know it will because, as we all know, there's always cycles. Well, but, I wonder I wonder if it's just a lifestyle choice, too, with a young demographic. Uh, yeah, it's type of... Well, it's definitely a lifestyle choice, but people here do complain about, oh, I can't buy a house. Right. Okay. Um, and and but they are finally realizing that they're just going to have to buy a condo, which isn't a bad thing, but it's just, right. just getting into that reality, right? Yeah, just different, just different. Our our um, days on market are down to thirteen days, average days on market, which is. Um, down 38%. We were 21 days uh, this time last year. Do you, do you know roughly how long something sits on the market with you guys now? Like if, if you are putting a detached home on the market, are you finding they're on the market now for a month or two? Uh, they could be on the market for a month or two, absolutely. Seeing, wow. seeing that happen for sure. Um, if they're, you know, of course, it's always area and price dependent, but yeah, certainly houses sure. that I think should be should have sold are still sitting there not sold. It's quite a change. So, Charlie, I was listening to some news coming out of Calgary last week, and they were talking about, um, I guess you guys have been dealing with some vacant homes, homes that have been bought by investors and then left empty, yeah. and, and changing the communities. And they were saying that the issues now not has spread outside of the core. They were talking specifically about New Westminster. And I'm just wondering if you're seeing that in the communities you work. Well, I think it's a it's a pretty uh, North American problem, don't you? That we're having lots of vacant homes all over, all over North America. Mm -hmm. um, yes. So our our city just decided because of our our low vacancy rate that they want to make more money, so they're just going to tax tax uh, vacant homes in in the city of Vancouver. Okay. Uh, we're, we're certainly seeing this in other areas, but I don't, you know, I don't, I haven't seen any data that says it's, that we're having more people go to New Westminster or the outlying areas because of the vacant tax. And my opinion would be that 
the city of Vancouver, uh, especially the downtown core, is, is uh, the real estate there is going up much more, like much faster percentage-wise than in New Westminster. So okay. even if you even if you have to pay that tax, uh, holding this holding the property in Vancouver is still going to be financially more rewarding. Right. You pay one percent tax. Yeah, that, that can sound like a lot of money, but at the end of the day. Um, we expect more people are going to be maybe filling those homes or just paying the tax because it's a cost of doing business for them, right? Sure, sure. And um, yeah, that's interesting. And we were, we're definitely feeling some empty homes. We hear it a lot uh, where, where neighbors will say, you know, we know that home across the street, so we've never seen anybody go in or out. The grass gets cut. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, so it's starting to change communities a little bit. And I guess it's interesting because as Torontonians, we just hear what's going on in Vancouver and think, wow, isn't that awful? It could never happen here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's happening. And, um, you know, for us, we just don't have a lot of land, right? So that's why that's why our house prices continue to go up. But And even the condos, we just can't keep building um, sideways like you guys. We have to build up or we can't build any more land so that's why right a little bit more price tick i think than you guys right yeah yeah we're gonna take a short break you're listening to realestatetoronto.com radio Welcome back to an exciting realestatetoronto.com radio show where we're talking about, we're taking a look at another market, a market unlike our own, but I mean, it has subtle differences, but there are a lot of similarities as well. Well, it's starting to sound um, very similar to what our market was doing in 2008, um, where where things are still moving along, but but maybe maybe the sellers aren't as cocky as as they might have been last year. I don't know if that's the right word, but I guess Charlie, what's what's the mood out there? Like when you're doing an open house or showing homes or talking to sellers, does it is it kind of doom and gloom, or are people just feeling that it's all okay because the market's kind of stable, as you said? Yeah, so what we're finding with, with again, we still have a strong uh, condo market here, but the, the housing market itself, uh, people are just, they're basically now now getting used to the actual, the new prices, which are are, are the new normal, and they're not that, down that much, like I said, but they're definitely getting used to the, the new prices, and it, it seems to be just, just uh, business, uh, you know, business as usual. Yeah. People aren't freaking out, they're not panicking, it's just now, <laughs> now people no... know that... Yeah. Well, now people know that if they put their house on the market, it may not sell in the first, you know, after the first open house, and they're they're used to that, and that's okay. It's actually refreshing for most people, right? I would think. Now, in in Toronto market right now, our our sellers who are who are buying a home as well, they're all in this position that really they have to buy first because if they sell first and it takes them a month to buy, they could lose five percent of their buying power. Mm-hmm. The prices can go up that fast. I mean, we just went up over 10% just from January um, yep. into February. So um, are you now starting to see maybe your sellers saying, no, I'm going to sell first before I buy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the sellers okay. are not, the sellers are not, uh, for the most part, are not, are not, are not doing that at all. They're just, it's back to a normal market. Even with the condo market, it seems like uh, even though 
a lot of the commas are going into multiples. Uh, we're not seeing a lot of the sellers necessarily feeling like they have to buy um, first. So it just seems like they're they're like, well, whatever happens, happens. Uh, we're not the con. I wouldn't say the condo market's going up drastically uh, that much uh, as much as your market is right now. But it's, right. It's definitely <clears throat> there's definitely multiple offers. It doesn't mean they're going into crazy, you know, thirty percent over the asking price. But uh, we're still they still have some competition. So yeah, wow. we're not seeing we're not seeing a lot of that. Um, we're not seeing we're not seeing any panic. We're not seeing any freaking out. We're just seeing a lot of buyers that. Are saying okay, well, doesn't look like the prices are going down, um, even in any of the market from today's market. So, mm -hmm. if we're going to get in, we should get in. The interest rates are still low, so let's do it. Now, just I mean, we're always in that time of year right now where we tend to, even in a even in a very stable market, I find between January and March we feel a little bit of an increase in average prices. From January to February, did did your market go up a little bit or down a little bit, or did you, did you stay the same? Uh, so from January to February went up actually. In January, okay. um, January we had um, about thirty six point nine percent decrease from February of twenty sixteen, but it was a it was an increase from January. Right. So. Okay. Um, so we definitely are seeing the, Jan the market is picking up because of the. Oh, we also had a very snowy January here, okay. and, and and a pretty snowy February, which is unusual for us. So right. that that also affected our market because people weren't putting their houses in the market; they weren't driving. So people don't drive here in the snow. I know you don't understand that, but um, so we had a lot of we had a really weird weather pattern, which has certainly affected the market. Now we've got we've got spring is coming. And we're definitely seeing, I'm getting more phone calls for people that, that, that want to start listing in the next month or so and more buyers that are looking. So I think the weather had a big part of it to do with our last two months. Yeah, we had we had spring in February, which was just lovely, wasn't it, Todd? It was a little bizarre. And today is, uh, I don't know, minus 800 or something. It's but, like uh, freezing today. But right. last week we had our photographer for one of our properties showed up in his shorts. And I was like, Dave, really? And he said, hey, you know, it's 17 degrees out there. It's like, you're such a Canadian. <laughs> Yeah. But um, that's nice, though. So that your does your board sort of anticipate maybe a five percent increase this year? Then just sort of the back to the normal three to five percent growth. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do expect to see a, a normal, a normal growth. Yeah, that's what they're indicating. Yeah. So we don't see. We 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 feel it's just going to be a nice, uh, you know, a nice a nice market this year. Like I said, the condo market is a bit of an anomaly. In some yeah. areas, but that's not going to happen forever. And then, uh, yes, we, we expect it to be just a normal market for a while. Wow, normal market, normal market. Mm -hmm. I, I just wonder what we'd even do with it. Um, we're, well, you'll take, you'll rest yeah. more. You'll rest yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> or work harder. Who knows? Or but you know, I don't know if you saw this during during your boom days, um, which I'm sure you'll be back. I mean, we all know the, the real estate market's cyclical, so we have ups and downs, but we are seeing um, a lot of investors buying. They're, they're trying to get the longest closings possible. Oftentimes in that period of time, they're trying to sell their paper. Mm -hmm. They're actually trying to just assign their offer and make some money on the side. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. So we're seeing all sorts of different business models, I would call it, in our in our market. And it does make it difficult. It makes it very confusing for our sellers. So I am uh, one of those rare realtors that would love to see a nice, stable market, preferably without a drop. 
first. Um, But uh, interesting on your condo conversations too. I mean, Todd, didn't we always talk about how land would, we just assumed land itself would hold more than condos? that's that's what seems to be on the mind of most buyers here is they they're looking to move from a condo and get some land and get a backyard and a patio and things like that and so the perception is that it's going to hold its value more than um you know than you know a condo yeah but you know well, i'm just looking again at the toronto averages in the 416 area which is uh charty for your thing that is our sort of our core of our city um the toronto proper condos are up 18.2 percent wow and they're up 23 percent in the outlying areas is that right that's that's the uh the prices yeah, the, yeah, the actual prices are up. Our, our detached home price is up 29% year over year. Mm-hmm. That's just one year. That's not two years, one year. And in our 905, which is sort of the suburbs around the core, 35.4% in one year. Is that right? Yeah, that's pretty amazing. That's, but that, you know, that's not, that's not out to lunch, but that can't sustain itself, right? No. Right. I I wanted to ask Charlie really quickly, um, you know, Aura and I talk about it week after week, you know, come up with different ideas for for millennials and people that people that just fear they're never going to be able to buy a house. Are are you sensing that as well? Are you sensing some younger buyers that just are saying, I'm not going to be able to buy? Or are they getting together, pooling their money and coming up with unique ways to buy properties? Uh, Well, we're definitely seeing people that are 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 starting to buy places together. because it's just affordable for houses, especially, and for other properties. Uh, again, I'm I'm usually in you know, I'm usually around people that are in the buying and selling mode. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a good place so, to be. <laughs> so I I don't always hear the other the people that aren't necessarily buying unless I see it online. But my experience has been that people are just uh, people are are deciding that we either have to buy a condo or we have to move much further out of the downtown core. Mm-hmm. To get maybe a house or or a bigger townhouse, we have we have a lot of good transit now. Um, we've had sky trains going further out into Coquitlam and Port Moody, so people are now looking at the, those areas because they can still get into the downtown core without having to drive. And can you so, buy something out there for maybe five or six hundred? Is that completely out to lunch? You can't buy a house out there. You're still uh, you're still basically hovering around a million dollars in in those areas. Um, wow. Even if even if you go further out to um, to Maple Ridge, which is yeah. you know, a fair bit of a drive, you're still looking at, at you know prices that are creeping up in the sevens. Uh, Five hundred is really hard to find. You you have to drive a long time to get to five hundred thousand. <laughs> and maybe Kelowna. I think maybe Kelowna you can Kelowna, see here. Kelowna's, Kelowna's pretty hot too because all the Canadian the Vancouverites are going to Kelowna. They're selling their houses here and cashing in and building mansions in Kelowna. I heard I heard that from a friend of mine the other day. So Okay, well so so you know to put that in perspective, we're seeing the same thing. You know, our our people that are at retirement age are coming really close to retirement age saying, I've pushed my luck, I'm selling, I'm gonna go buy and they go to like Minden or Collingwood or um, you know, out to Aurelia or Barry, again, one to two hours away. I know Kelowna's even a bigger hike away. I've done the drive, it's stunning. And uh, um, and, um, you know, they're putting, you know, a million dollars sometimes in their pocket and moving to these little towns and they're happy. And that was a million dollars that they really hadn't expected to have at this point in their life. 
No, they won the lottery and they've moved on. Yeah. 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 Wow. Which is, you know, a lot of changing, changing communities for sure. Again, I'm sure. Happening Um, all over. Yeah. I want to just thank you so much. Charlie Kears, spelled K-I-E-R-S, can be found at charliekears.com. And Charlie, is there a great number for people to call you at if they have any questions? Yeah. My direct number is area code 604-897-3559. Excellent. And we'll also share that on our um, our website, realestatetorontoradio.com, so that if you are thinking about buying or selling in and around the Vancouver area, I'm sure Charlie can help you. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, that was a stunning chat. I, um, I have learned so much about the Vancouver market and, and makes me, I still want to buy out there. I still want to. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. It's beautiful. You know what? We just sold the house to a couple and they are trying to get a place in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And now they've watched the prices go up there as well. So they were talking about some little areas um, back on, on land, I guess, um, in that area. But, I mean, it's beautiful. You've got ocean and mountains. Of course, everybody would love an opportunity to live out there. Yes. It is beautiful. <laughs> and, Todd, and Todd, just so you know, you can still buy a nice one-bedroom condo uh, within a, a five- or ten-minute drive to the downtown core in a great neighborhood for starting at around just over 300000 So the, it's not... Hey. It's not unattainable. No, no, yeah. no. But I do need something for my five children, three cats, and a dog. So we'll, You'll all fit, Todd. We'll chat offline, fit. Charlie, about that for okay. sure. Sounds good. We'd love to have you back, Charlie. So uh, we will definitely okay. do that and do a little checkup as to what's happening in your market. And as for the rest of you, we will talk to you next week on realestatetoronto.com radio. Thanks for joining us.